What's up, guys? It's me, Lori, a.k.a. Loretta Chow, the sex reporter and co-host of the Insatiable Podcast with Smiley. So as you guys know, this is the station where we post questions um, for people to call in and respond to various topics related to sex, dating, and relationships. And the call-ins will potentially be featured in future episodes of our soon-to-be-launched podcast. So if you look through all, any of the topics uh, in the episodes preceding this, you can feel free to call in on any of them because a lot of them are still in production. So there's still time for you to submit your thoughts. And I do have one extra one that came in last week after I close out the episode and I'll play that first. This is on the topic, how do you reject an advance when somebody approaches you in public with the interest of maybe trying to holler? Hey, hey, I love this question. It actually came up in my friend group, and so I'm excited to chime in. So for me, it works just to be direct because in general, I have a very inviting and friendly um, demeanor about me. My body language tends to be pretty open, and so I think that I might communicate what some men may perceive as interest if I'm just being friendly. Um, I'm not flirtatious at all. I think I'm actually pretty awkward when I'm interested in someone um, myself, but I tend to be direct. If someone makes an advance, asks for my number, I'm just pretty clear like, hey, I am so honored. I think you're cool too, but I'm not really in a place XYZ or uh, I'm not really interested in exploring that, but here's my social media. You know, I think there's some ways to be direct, um, but continue a friendly dialogue. So that's kind of the way I work. Um, yeah, I love this question and I'm excited to hear more responses. Thanks. Check you later. Bye. Thank you, Miss T. I always love hearing your call-ins and I agree. Being direct is the fastest and most efficient way to get the desired result, which is to communicate what you're thinking. And in this case, sometimes you just got to be like, sorry, I'm not interested. Although I will admit it is easier said than done. So today's question is about background checks. And I'm wondering if you guys have agreed to go out on a date with somebody or, you know, you just met somebody and you might be interested in them. Do you think it's okay to look into their background? Um, And if if it is, what's okay? Googling them? How many pages of Google should you go down? Um, Should you look them up on Facebook, on other social media? How far back you know, can you go back in their Instagram account before you become a weird stalker? Uh, These days, I don't know, I guess social media stalking, probably everyone does it to a certain extent. But I'm wondering what, where you guys think the line should be drawn. And that goes for both what you would do to somebody else and what you would feel comfortable with somebody doing to you. So have you ever been on dates where someone showed up and you realize that they knew more about you than you've told them? How did that make you feel? Or do you think it's safe to go on dates without checking into a person at all since we'd be like meeting all these internet strangers these days? Um, And taking that a step further, do you think it's okay for someone to like pay for a background check, like checking into your criminal or your work history the way employers might? I would love to hear your thoughts. Hey, Lori, I'm calling in in regards to the background checks of dating, should you do it. I think if you have had at least two experiences with finding out that people have had records, (laughs) criminal records or other just bad stuff, I think you should. I think it probably would be a good idea. Um, I've I've known at least two women, two women who have, uh, and this is all on Facebook, by the way, so I'm seeing it through their timeline, have dated people to only find out that they were uh, like molesters, child, uh, uh, sexual predators, and 
other people found that out not them other people found the information so um yeah because it could be unknowingly they are attracting a certain type that is pretty bad that they shouldn't be susceptible that they shouldn't find themselves susceptible to so yeah um i I think it's, it's all about your past if you have a bad past with relationships do the background checks Hey, Insatiable. So to answer your question, I absolutely always do some kind of background check. I think a social media search is will suffice. And for me, it's really to know if that person's even worth a second or third date. You know, I think a lot of times you can have very superficial conversations, especially living in a major city like I do. I always just kind of do a search um, more so to find uh, a little bit more clues about their character. Not so much uh, judgment points, you know, so I'm not looking for your exes. I'm not looking for where you've been. I'm looking at who you are as a person. Like if you have ratchet pictures of you everywhere, that's just not somebody that I'm interested in being with. So kind of, yeah, I always do a background check and, or a social media check. I've done one background check and it was because I had some real reason to want to know more. And that played out perfectly because I found out some information that saved me a lot of heartache. Thank you guys for calling in, and I hear you guys. The logic is there. I will say, though, when people hint to me or when I sort of get the feeling like someone has looked into me before they ask me something or, you know, before even meeting me, that puts me on the defense, and I get very sensitive about that because I don't like prejudgment. I don't like people making assumptions about me based on something they heard or something they saw or even something about my appearance because, I mean, as a minority in this country, like, we know what it's like to be stereotyped and i am frequently the subject of stereotypes i don't know how many times i have to have like a conversation with somebody about why it's offensive to assume certain things about me because i'm asian or whatever so i guess maybe i'm like a little overly sensitive to that maybe i don't know um but of course i do want to know if somebody's crazy or not but i i guess i i sort of trust my instincts and i don't know if anybody else out there feels that way too but like i do have to see a person in person and get the vibe from them and i can kind of tell if a person's crazy like right off the bat from the way they talk and stuff like that in their eyes and whatever um but i guess not everybody maybe has those instincts or maybe some people just have a track record of attracting crazy people um and that might be a very good reason for you to just do a little extra homework i don't know So here's another question. Since normal is different for everyone, when you guys are doing a background check and it's not not like a formal one, but, you know, looking at their social media or whatever, what exactly are you looking for? Because I feel like we must all be looking at different things. Like personally, um, I think I think it's super weird sometimes if I look at someone's social media and they're clearly not into music or not into hip hop whatsoever. Uh, I find it just very just culturally it's it's hard for me to relate to people who just like reject that genre of music because that's what I grew up with. And so a lot of my frame of reference comes from, you know, a certain point of view. And so I'm wondering what other other people look for. I also look for like how family oriented a person is. Um, And I'm not talking about social media stalking necessarily, but you know, if I do 
link up with somebody and I check their Instagram and I see that like they're never with other people, never with other friends, never with family. I think that's like a little weird because it just shows to me that they're like a very solitary person. Whereas I live in, I live a lifestyle where I'm always with family or always with friends. Even when I'm by myself, I'm just like constantly in touch with my family. And so it's a little weird to me when people are like very isolated and I don't think I could relate to a person like that. Not that I prejudge them. I've gone on dates with people like that, but it, you know, in hindsight, things don't really ever tend to work out that well with people who don't get my family oriented lifestyle so anyway not to rant on and on and on about this but i'm wondering what you guys are looking for when you do do those checks i've never really done the background check stuff only if the person will invite me and i'm usually a good reader of character so i really don't need to do that background check sort of thing i could feel a person out rather quickly um and i never had the scenario where the person has found out info about me and you know they're kind of telling me and i haven't even met them yet no that only time that kind of happens is on anchor but that's like gossip that's not like you know (laughs) not stuff people find online but what's funny is i have done background checks on trolls that I've encountered in the past and I found out crazy information about them. So I've done it, but it's not for dating. It's mainly for like trolls when I used to do it back in the day. And I scared a troll to death because I knew knew his neighborhood, I knew his local news channel and all. (laughs) Fun times.